0: Kelly that's spooky that's spooky right there welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian hates movies my name is Ian and my name is Kelly and I wonder do you think people know what the movie is just based on that Do you think they heard the name at the very end of that little bit before I stopped it no all right well then why don't you tell them what it is then
1: Well, let's see. When I first searched for this movie, apparently there's like five of them. (laughs) So I was like, okay, let me search via Adam Scott. Oh, there it is. The one I'm supposed to watch, not the other one I had already watched.
0: Wait, so is it five movies with the same title in 2015 or just spaced out?
1: Spaced out. Okay. But there is one. Okay, so I watched. uh, So wait, wait. Is it Krampus?
0: We are doing the 2015 version of Krampus starring Adam Scott.
1: Yeah, see, I saw Krampus: The Resurrection, and that was also 2015.
0: Wait, what do you mean you saw it? Did you actually watch it? Yes. What? And I'm
1: like, Adam Scott's not in this movie.
0: <laughs> That's fucking, You know what? Let's scrap the entire thing, and I just want to hear you describe that movie for me. Go.
1: And I'm like, okay, so there's no one in this that I recognize, and I'm like, it's a decent budget for what I'm seeing, but
0: did you is look Adam it up?
1: Scott, the villain? Like, I don't get it. it doesn't <laughs> sound like him.
0: You had mentioned that you had downloaded it by accident, but mm. I didn't know that meant that you actually watched it. Like, why don't mm-hmm. you just get your money back?
1: Well, okay, so I it gives me all the previews, and I'm sitting there, and it's kind of like shooting through it, and I'm like, I don't see anyone I know from this movie. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to pop on my IMDb and actually watch the trailer, and I'm like, yeah, these are completely different movies.
0: Wait, should we wait till the end of our movie and then do a comparison of the two?
1: I don't think I can do it. Well, yeah, but I can't argue with you if you didn't see the other one.
0: I can argue anything.
1: Duh. Yeah, that's you fine. You and your superpower like that.
0: Well, tell me, which one did you like better? Mm. Uh-oh, that's not good.
1: I think the one with Adam Scott had a lot of potential, and they really dropped the ball with a lot of stuff. I didn't hate it, but it was one of those, oh, you went cheap there, you shouldn't have went cheap there, You didn't need to do that either. Like, that was stupid. Like, you you had the scary factor, and you just, like, lowered the bar by doing, like, that stupid, like, pop-out bullshit. Like, you could have easily made this way creepier mm -hmm. than going for the, oh, and then 3D, and it lunges at the screen.
0: Well, let me say this right off the bat, though. The Krampus that we're going to be talking about is Mm -hmm. rated PG-13. Right. So now, is the other Krampus rated R? Yes. Well, there you go. This Krampus didn't want to go the whole... Evil Dead, drag me to hell angle. Like, they didn't want that hard R where they were going to do the humor and the horror. They wanted to keep it a little lower key. And by the way, if you look at their budget and how much they made at the box office, they probably made the smartest decision.
1: Yeah, I guess. But I feel like when you do some of these like cheap pop scares, it's because you don't have like you were able to get all these great character actors mm-hmm. and then you went cheap with some of these like things like you could have made this creepy and still not had those type of like if I shoot out in the woods and I do a pop scare that's because I have a budget of five grand versus (laughs) like really you you didn't need to spend the animation hours to add that in because that was stupid
0: I really only remember a couple of pop scares though really honestly at the very very end of the movie and then maybe one other time with like the gingerbread man 10 what no fucking way.
1: Yep, because so I started. I was getting irritated, so I started counting them.
0: All right, we're gonna have to go through that list then. Okay,
1: but it's one of those you you know in every horror movie, as soon as, as, soon as the music goes away and everything gets silent, shit's gonna pop out or some loud thump or some like really.
0: Wait, are you counting a pop up scare as just like when that bear, when that deranged teddy bear thing was attacking people? Like, does that count as a pop? Does the robot that comes out of nowhere that doesn't count as a pop up? No, though.
1: no, 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 no. Okay. No.
0: I'm just confused because I'm trying to think of the times that you're talking about. I'm just not remembering them. And I saw the movie a couple times, so I'm just a little surprised.
1: Let's see. Well, obviously, we, Gingerbread Men do it. And then at the very end, everything coming at the yes, screen.
0: that's an absolute. There's absolute. definitely the end one, for sure. Right. And I don't think they had to do that. But this movie wasn't 3D, was it?
1: Would I, it surprise me? No. No,
0: no, not for a budget like this. There's no way this was 3D. Because they wouldn't have been able to have that many theaters.
1: That's true.
0: I'm pretty sure this wasn't 3D right off the bat. But let's at least say this. So it's Krampus 2015 starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette. And it actually has a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: I think it's a little high. I would have put it in like the mid-50s to low 50s.
0: Honestly, I think this is the first time I've ever completely agreed with a rating. Wow. Yeah, I think this is exactly where it needs to be. Because I know the people that would really enjoy this and I know people like you that would say it didn't go gory enough, but I know you're not a huge fan of gore anyways. No, no, not
1: gore. Like, I mean, there's just certain things you could have done. Less is more. Like, if you take this on a thriller aspect and not show me everything, if you don't reveal... Like, if you never see Krampus's face, it (laughs) would have been way scarier.
0: I agree, because I was very impressed with the way Krampus looked until I saw the face. Exactly. So I don't know why he
1: had to go human, because if you look at the fairy tale, he's not. So why would you go...
0: Well, he's human demon.
1: But like, this is clearly like, you look like like a Tim Burton Santa Claus with with you know horns. Like, you didn't have to do that. You could have went this a, a different way.
0: I agree. Like, I like the whole outline, and I like Absolutely. the stature yeah. of the creature. But you're right. I would have much rather had like a George C. Scott version of a Christmas Carol where the last final ghost death, how you never ever see the face.
1: Well, it's a Grim Reaper. You're not supposed yeah, to see the face.
0: But they do that a lot with a lot of different. I mean, come on, think of Bill and Ted's <laughs> bogus yeah, yeah. journey.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: So, yeah, I completely agree with that. But I don't consider that a shock scare or a jump scare. No, 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 no,
1: no. But I'm just saying, like, you didn't have to do that. Right. Like, you could have still went, like, either you just see the eyes glow. Like, if I actually sure. don't see physical, because then your mind gives you something way scarier. Then, like I said, what looks like something you see in beetlejuice like it really didn't do like it's a melted face kind of like really
0: no no i completely agree i don't know why they went with that choice i guess they wanted to i Just don't in know
1: case you didn't know it's an evil santa like really
0: but i enjoyed the little things in the movie again i think not going into this with any expectation whatsoever i was fine with character development for the ones they decided to develop yeah you know are little things but by the way We should warn everyone before we go a little bit further. I know this is going to sound weird and we're always explicit and we talk about whatever we want and we swear and curse and stuff. But just in case you are listening to this with kids, which I don't recommend, but I also don't care, just to let you know, we will be talking about Santa and a lot of other things. So if you want to keep that still hush hush to your children, maybe you don't listen to this while they're with you. Just a little, you know, a little warning there. Little Keeping warning. the
1: Christmas cheer going. We don't want to step on anybody's parade kind of a deal.
0: No, I mean, and I don't care about swearing and all that kind of stuff. But just in case, you know, I'd rather not ruin a kid's childhood so early. I mean, it's going to get ruined, but I'd rather not do it now. We don't
1: want to be the ones to rip off that mandate. <laughs> <Yes.
0: laughs> Why? Why do that? You know, so. Merry just, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Happy New Year.
1: yes. yes.
0: Exactly. So, okay. So now that we got that out of the way and you know what we're going to be talking about, we'll go on now. So, yeah, I think in general, I like the little things in this movie. And they did pull their punch, for sure, because it is PG-13. But I thought the stuff that they left to the imagination wasn't too bad. Like, I think the big gigantic jack-in-the-box, when you hear the, like, digestion sounds of it, you know it's eating a kid at that point. Like, you know that's happening. But they didn't have to show that. Like, they didn't have to show a human centipede type thing. They just, there it is. You know it's being eaten right now.
1: Yeah, I think if they had focused on just three toys as opposed to doing the the full gamut that they did, it could have been better. I think they could have done a lot more with the gingerbread because those were actually hysterical. I thought they were fantastic.
0: With the nail gun?
1: The nail gun was good. Well, I like the fact that when you're going through the other houses and you find one that's literally stuck to a fridge with a with a carving knife was yes. kind of fantastic.
0: That was interesting too cuz I also like that David ate part of it. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then a his little foreshadowing. His but... son, yeah, his son ends up doing that later too.
1: No, I mean uh, it's if I'm going to it's just it's, a lot of this stuff is just nitpicky stuff. Overall it's not bad. I think they had a couple too many ideas. They, they definitely had too many ideas for what they wanted to do with this movie and they should have narrowed it down a little bit more. And yes, everybody has like that family from hell that comes to visit or whatever. But I think they pushed that too far. You, you didn't need that many kids either. And yeah. if, it, if it's going to be focused on the kids and eliminating the kids first, they should have stuck with that and done that.
0: I mean, they really did, though. They eliminated almost every kid, and then it wasn't until the end where the parents actually tried to, which I enjoyed as well, tried to sacrifice themselves, and it literally meant nothing. Right, I was also a fan of that. Like, I really enjoyed the way they did that part of it. I think the part that I liked best for this movie was it was harder to guess the ending of it because you didn't know if they were going to fully pull their punches or not. Okay. And I think overall they didn't. If you think of the overall story and what happens at the end, Mm. I don't think that they did pull their punch because it is the literal worst ending you can possibly have. In general, I think that this is a extremely terrible ending, as in terrible meaning bad for everyone involved, not necessarily bad for the viewer. If you want a happy ending, you are not getting that with this movie, and I but like that. You
1: should that. go see a Christmas horror movie for a happy ending anyway.
0: But people do. I mean, everyone wants a happy ending normally.
1: Good. Thank it's you. nice.
0: <laughs> in general, I think everyone still wants a happy ending normally. Hmm.
1: I see I don't need it for everyone involved If someone's just like "All right, that was fun Everybody else got kind of tortured and then like You can sit back and kind of enjoy that Then that's great but I was not Expecting a happy ending from this At least not in it was one of those If this ends the way that I think it might end I'm gonna be pissed I'm gonna wake up and it's all gonna be A dream fuck you Yeah. I can't stand that
0: and they tried that But that's what I enjoyed about it Is what happens later right All right, should we talk about the actual beginning of the movie and go through it a little bit? I don't think we have to go scene by scene, but just in general. Eh, Yeah. So I really like the opening to this movie. I enjoyed the Christmas carol in the background while they showed basically almost like a Black Friday opening. And it's just the worst human beings. And that's the thing. I've never done anything like that, and I never would. I don't know how people could fight and scratch and claw for five dollars off whatever the fuck
1: well see the funny thing is is this came out last year and this whole scenario doesn't exist anymore because black friday is four fucking days long now and it's just stuff's released via you know you just have to be in the store at six o'clock and then that's on sale versus them opening the doors early like that was a 90s problem we don't have that problem anymore
0: i would say it was a 2000s problem as well until like two years ago all right <laughs> you gotta give it credit for that it's still talking about something that used to be very rampant
1: oh yeah. no yeah i remember seeing it on the news three people got trampled at walmart yesterday because blah, blah blah yeah
0: but now what they do at like best buy and they do at walmart and shit like that is now you have to get in line like on thanksgiving and that's how they do it. and then they give you tickets for whatever get you're raffling. trying yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. so fuck that you know it's I, it's still, better. No, it's still
1: miserable. I'm not camping out for that.
0: I would never do that. But it's better than people dying to save money on some piece of shit.
1: Yeah, and they're like they're usually shitty TVs, guys. Like the ones that go drastically on sale. If you look at them, there's like one. There's one HDMI port. Like that's because it's the knockoff version of the one that you think you're getting.
0: Like they're not worth it. It's very true. So that's how the movie starts. And right. then was that like a manger scene almost? Was it supposed to be it's like a sort like, of Christmas pageant? And holiday pageant. It's the main kid in the movie who's fighting this kid who's bigger than he is, but he's scrapping it out. He's really trying. And then, you know, Adam Scott and Tony Collette, who end up being his parents, you know, pulling him off and having to take him home. That's where you meet the family. It's Adam Scott, Tony Collette, the teenage daughter, and then Max, the little son, however you want to say it. So they're the main family and they're more on the richer side, I guess
1: upper middle class
0: yeah maybe a little bit higher tony makes fancier food and you know they have gifts and they have all that stuff plus they live with their grandmother omi and i like the touch of having her be german right and i also thought it was funny that whenever she talks she talks in german and everyone else talks to her in english and she understands and talks back to them in german (laughs)
1: See, I was watching this with someone, and that's a number one pet peeve. Apparently, is people can't stand that. Really? Like, why would you, why would you do that? Like, okay, everybody can understand, and I'm gonna talk to you in English. Like, which one is being disrespectful? Should everybody just talk in English, or should everybody talk in the foreign language? Like, if it's more comfortable for grandma, why wouldn't you just respond to her in German?
0: Family tradition, maybe. Okay. Yeah, you know, I have an answer for everything. Yeah. Family, family tradition, but I understand for sure. Well, they started off the movie. By showing subtitles under what she was saying, and then gave that up. I think right. they realized, like partway through, they're like, "This is annoying. We don't have to do this. They'll just speak what she's saying, and <laughs> it'll be fine." Apparently, and that's what they end up doing. I think she only speaks English like once, and right. that's to tell, she has the, to story. tell the story. Story, yeah. yeah, she has to tell the story. And I thought that was a good little part too.
1: I I, I like the animation they did there. It felt yeah. very Coraline. Like I, I think <laughs> they did a good job. It was borderline Tim Burton, but it, it gave you the right kind of feel.
0: Yeah, so I like that. So this is the main story, is they're all setting up a, you know, three days before Christmas dinner, I guess. And her sister is coming over with her husband, who's David Koechner, who does a very Mm. good job. A very unlikable character for half of the movie. Yeah,
1: Not a character that he doesn't always normally play, but okay. It's
0: very true. He is almost champ kind. Yeah, absolutely. But he shows up, and he's got two girls that are in... The teenage years, I guess. Yeah. But they're dressed like boys and they act like boys. Oh, yeah. And the running joke is that he wants them to basically be boys. Right. And then he's got a son as well who's very similar to the bad Santa kid.
1: Special. He's yeah. special.
0: Yeah. Doesn't talk, doesn't at really all. do much at all, and just eats. And yeah, it just is it very, the correlation between the two was kind of frightening. True. And then they have a very little infant baby as well. Yeah. So that's four children for them. Add in the two from the, family, yeah, the yeah. first family. So that's six children right away. Right. So that is a lot. That's very six true. Six minors. Right. Well, because, yeah, the teenage Because the girl, teenagers,
1: I don't want to say kids. Like, right. I'd, I'd just say, yeah.
0: So obviously, the two girls make fun of Max. They call him MaxiPad <laughs> Which Lovely. is very simple. It's a yeah. very simple joke. But you can tell the dynamic of this family. It's not it's you know, middle class versus poor and that's just it
1: though. Are they or are they just stupid with money? Because he's got an arsenal and an eighty thousand dollar Hummer that they drive around in.
0: It might be stupid with money. Okay. But they make it seem more like they're flaunting their riches over them, but The way they have their riches, I guess, is having a nice house and food that they cook, you know? Right. Yeah. I think they do an okay job of doing that dynamics between them, though, because obviously the sister with David Koechner is jealous of Tony, jealous of their situation. But then Koechner makes fun of Adam Scott for being a pussy. Right. But really, Adam Scott's not a pussy, It's just that's his bravado kind of thing that he has to push around on other people. Right. So I think that dynamic works well.
1: It's one of those things where like we do this situation once and I will never have you at my house again because we don't work all together. Especially not in Christmas where we're all going to be cooped up together because no one knows how to act. No one's trained their kids. Like, there's nothing about this. This will be pleasant for anyone. No one gets along enough to where, at least I have so-and-so. Like, that that relationship doesn't exist.
0: It's a little Christmas vacation-y.
1: It is, but I will say this, at least with Christmas vacation, Eddie's still a likable character. He's just stupid.
0: I think all of the adults end up being likable. Because I think they do a good job, because even Dorothy ends up being relatively likable by the end. She's willing. She has
1: a couple redeeming yeah, things.
0: She, she's willing to fight. She's willing to, you know, whatever. You know, when she's getting dragged off, she says, see you guys in hell. She, but, feisty. But even Tony Colette, like at the beginning, she's absolutely right to yell at Dorothy. And you notice that Dorothy backs off a little bit. So by the way, for people that don't know, Dorothy is their mother's sister. And I guess right. it seems like their parents are dead. Right. So Dorothy's just hanging around and she's not really the nicest person. She's a big Large lady, and she doesn't seem like the nicest person to be around normally. And she wasn't actually supposed to come to Christmas, but she kind of tricked the sister into bringing herself her along, yeah, right? Right. And all she wants to do is drink.
1: Which I mean, everybody has that relative too.
0: Absolutely. Well, what's really funny for my family is we have someone in our family named Dorothy. So when I, when this happened, I just laughed out loud because I thought it was hilarious. Lovely. So yeah. So parents are redeemed. I don't think the children are.
1: No, the children really aren't because they don't give you enough development with everybody for you to care whether they are or not. Like, they're kind of just fodder.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Really, the only person you're supposed to truly care about is Max. Right. Even the sister isn't that bad. Like, she was at least trying to keep the peace. Well, they didn't give you enough either, though. No, and I was actually a little surprised. I thought they were going to have her come back.
1: Exactly. Like, I expected more her to go out in a different way. Like, why were you the first person sacrificed?
0: Maybe they just didn't have anything for her. Maybe she would have taken too much charge, possibly, if she had made it. Because I expected as soon as they showed that scene where they cut away from her, so basically she goes out to meet her boyfriend four blocks away, and in a blizzard. In a blizzard. But by the way, they could have gone way overboard with her character and made her like a super mega bitch, but they didn't. She actually asked to go see the boyfriend, and the parents agree. Like it's not anything where yeah, she, she sneaks didn't sneak out. out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she doesn't like the other family, but she wasn't, like, being a bitch or anything where she needed to be kicked out so that they were like, just go to your boyfriend's or whatever. That didn't happen. But so they took her out really, really early. You know, Krampus is following her, like, house to house or whatever, and she makes it back close to hers, but then she hides under this van. There's the cool, creepy jack-in-the-box, which... I enjoyed that because they Ugh. did a slow jack-in-the-box instead of a right. fast one, which worked out very well. But then they cut away as you know things are rumbling underneath it. I thought they were going to have her come back like she fought back, and now she has to warn everybody. But that was right. not the case. She's just gone yeah. for the whole yeah. movie until the end. I guess the main thing we have to say is before the family dinner, Omi talks to Max about Santa and tells him he has plenty of time to write his list. Still, So he writes a Santa list now. How old would you say Max is?
1: 11. 11-12.
0: All right. So it's probably, and this is why we said not to you know, have your kids listening right now, probably a little old to be believing in Santa.
1: Well, it's not so much you're too old. It's that other shitty kids in school have already fucking ruined it for you.
0: Well, that's what I liked as well. Is he mentions that that's why he fought with the kid at the play because the kid at the play was going to spread around that there was no Santa. To the little kids. Right. Max is more almost like Omi, who believes in the spirit of Christmas almost, but he's also willing to continue to play into tradition right? and wants it to be true. He wants right. there to be a Santa. right? So it's like, hey, I'm going to continue this tradition that my grandma likes, and I'm going to write this, but it isn't like a I'm doing this for you. He's also doing it for himself.
1: Well, no, yeah, it's it's a form of hope that I'm writing... It's like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like writing a letter to yourself kind of a deal. Or writing a letter to someone that won't ever get read, but it allows you to get everything out and it's still being put out into the universe. So it's more positive that way.
0: Which is exactly what happens because, unfortunately, he has it on him when the cousins show up. So the two girl cousins steal the letter and then read it out loud at the dinner table
1: which by the way i'm sorry it's not like they're sitting at a kids table there are literally adults sitting with them who just let this happen
0: that was a little strange to me too like adam scott told them to when he was telling them to quiet down or to hold back or whatever he was talking to his kids like it's like he had no pull over the other ones which because of keckner's character of course he wouldn't have any control over those kids because probably barely anyone does
1: that's bullshit though I'm sorry if you're in my house and you're pulling that cool I'll throw you and your shitty kids out like you don't do that
0: well remember there's still even though Tony Colette is willing to fight back a little bit against Dorothy for the food and stuff like that she still takes it from David when he says oh yeah my bird's kind of dry but it looks like a really nice meal that she worked really hard on and she just goes ahead and she deals with it like they walk over her on that case so maybe and that's she,
1: just a character flaw. Well,
0: she might also feel bad about her sister, too.
1: You made a shitty decision. So now I'm stuck with your crappy family. Come awesome. On.
0: That's what happens. <laughs> you know, That's what happens <laughs> with families and stuff. Well,
1: they talked about how it was kind of a shotgun thing anyway. But still.
0: Yes, they absolutely do. So I think the family dynamic is well played because I think this is relatively realistic to what a lot of people have to deal with. At least this beginning part.
1: You're not directly relating, but everybody had that like awkward feeling with that with those certain relatives where you're just like, why do you have to make this feel like this? Just be freaking normal. Like we have to deal with you for 24 hours. Keep your shit together by then, and then you can go back and be crazy at your own house.
0: I think that's the tougher part. Is this is even for three days?
1: I know. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. Nope. No.
0: So the final straw is when the girls read the letter, and the letter is basically really sad because Max is like, I know I haven't been that great. But I would really like for these things. And he doesn't ask for any gifts. He Nothing asks physical. For, you know, he doesn't have a lot of friends. So he wishes that him and his sister could be close to the way they were before. He asks that his parents would love each other again because Adam Scott's been traveling a lot and he thinks that they just miss each other. And then he also wishes for a better situation for the other family as well because they're not doing well. Right. Because that's where I got the whole, not only are they not good with money, but they're also poor. Right. So then this starts a fight. That's the one good thing about Max, I guess, is he has no problem with hitting anybody or jumping on anyone who's much, much bigger than him.
1: Scrappy little guy.
0: He wrestles the letter, you know, wishes everyone wasn't around anymore, goes up and rips the letter apart and throws it out the window, but it doesn't just fall down like you would think it would. It kind of gets sucked up and floats up into the sky. Right. And then they show the rumblings of a huge storm, which is definitely supernatural. It's not just showing up. It's it's definitely a supernatural storm. Yeah, a little bit. So when they wake up in the morning, a huge amount. It's a blizzard, basically. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: And there are these weird snowmen already made on Best part
1: of the movie. It was pretty creepy. Because that's the creepiest shit.
0: So we talked about already how the sister gets it. All right so now it's the time for everyone to start getting picked off a little bit, but what I liked is they did not pick off any of the parents right away. No, so it gets darker, and they realize the girl isn't back yet, so now they have to go down the four blocks or whatever it is to find her boyfriend and her, so they travel in the you know big time hummer that he's got
1: oh, what was the name of the hummer? Lucille? That's it. <laughs>
0: So they're traveling down with Lucille and they notice that there's just, you can barely see anything. And when they get to that four blocks or so, there's a snowplow and inside of it, there are the keys. But then the windshield is broken in, not out. Right. And in the Hummer, he's got a shotgun and then also a pistol. And I did really like the line, he hands the pistol over to to Adam Scott And Adam Scott's like, this is heavy. And he goes, yeah, that one's Linda's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They They go into the boyfriend's house and no one's there.
1: Look like it's been left open and everything's like frozen or crystallized. Like it's almost been abandoned for a while. Like enough for the storm to like do some damage inside the house.
0: My belief, and I think yours probably too, is that as soon as that, you know, quote unquote wish was made and that storm rolled in. This is now its own alternate dimension.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But they don't know that. No. Why would would they know that? But they notice that the entire chimney, basically, is almost blown out.
1: Oh, yeah. Something fell down it and ripped it out from the inside.
0: I like that little how Santa Claus can come down the chimney and everything's fine. But when Krampus comes down the chimney, you're fucked. (laughs) You know it's coming. Yeah, it fucks up your house. On the way back, because they get freaked out now. Because it looks like there was a huge struggle in the house and they don't know what's going on. They leave the house and they realize that Lucille has been completely ripped to shreds. The snowplow is still there, but Lucille has been ripped to shreds. Oh, yeah. So obviously Kechner is pretty pissed off. They start to walk back and he feels something from underneath him start to bite him and drag him down. And that's when Adam Scott comes over and they make it seem like Adam Scott's about to shoot him to put him out of his misery. (laughs) <laughs> Which I also thought was pretty good the way they you know right, cut right. away, but of course he saves them, showing that he's not a pansy. You know he he shoots into the ground. Keckner's leg is completely tore up.
1: No, no, yeah, and I believe he says something along the lines of he you know it's a bear trap, blah blah, blah and that's his cover story. But because they not... don't want to
0: tell anyone what happened because they don't know.
1: Well, yeah, that's just one of those like what are, what can we say? Like how could you? We are walking down the street, and I almost got sucked under the snow, which turned into almost like quicksand, by the way, which was kind of interesting.
0: It's because of their own dimension. They can do whatever they want Well, Yeah, I can, it, yeah, I can think of
1: these like the, the sandworms from Beetlejuice is how this kept, or Tremors. This was very Tremors for yeah, me. <laughs> snow and Tremors.
0: Fantastic. Two of my worst fears. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they just start picking people off now. Oh, yeah. Keckner says he's going to keep first watch. He doesn't, you know. He does, but then he falls asleep. And during that time, the thing about Krampus, I guess, is he's got a lot of chains with him and hooks at the end of them. So he puts a chain down the chimney, and it's got jingle bells tied onto it, and it's got a gingerbread man at the bottom. And then the fat kid goes over and starts eating it. Literally and it, fishing. And you it, have bait it, it with was, a hook. It was absolutely fishing. And then, of course, the gingerbread man comes alive and starts terrorizing and hooks him with the hook. And then he gets pulled out of the chimney. And people wake up and try and save him. But now they're like, holy shit, something big is happening.
1: Right. And But see, the funny thing is, is before everybody falls asleep, Omni warns them, you must keep the fire hot. And they
0: don't. And they do not. She has a feeling.
1: That she knows what this is. Right. She's seen it before.
0: So now they're like, okay, this is something supernatural. Something crazy is happening. We don't know what's going on. That's when Omi tells the story. And that's that whole Tim Burton nightmare before Christmas, you know, Coraline type animation. animation, Where she talks about how her whole village was poor. Her parents had lost the Christmas spirit and they ripped her little Santa Claus doll. And she was so angry and upset that she wished that they were all gone. And when that happened... Krampus came and basically took her entire village to hell, but left her. And when he left, do you see the little wink that he gave her as he left? He left what I thought was a bell. But I guess, is it called a bobble?
1: It's a sleigh bell, isn't it?
0: No, they call it something called a bobble. B-A-U-B-L-E. I guess it's those Christmas ornaments. that The balls that you have. I just thought they were Christmas balls.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but a bobble is a way to just, just describe anything that dangles.
0: Well, then, that's what they were using for that too.
1: Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it's the shape of a sleigh bell.
0: Well, that's what I thought it was supposed to be, but apparently they say it. whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. No. But I was surprised because I had only heard of this word like the last couple of weeks of my life. <laughs> I have not heard nice. it the whole time. So interesting. Yeah, it says Krampus on it, and that's like his calling card.
1: Was he? My mind went to like Polar Express. Like, yeah, I thought can a little... we ring the bell and he comes back. Like, how does this work? Or if you or if you can still hear the bell, he's still there. Like, yeah. what's the interesting?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Little calling card.
0: I like that too. Now they're kind of like, ah, uh, we don't really believe this because why would you know? Why would the adults believe this?
1: Other than the fact that four of them almost got sucked up a chimney trying to save a fat kid. But
0: only one person saw the gingerbread man. That was Tony Collette. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. So now basically you have kind of the split up where Keckner gets attacked in the kitchen by gingerbread men. And then upstairs the two girls get well one of them gets eaten by the giant jack-in-the-box and then other toys a <laughs> angel of death i guess attacks as well as Christ? a robot and the something bear. the bear and they attack Adam Scott, Tony Collette and the sister. Right. So now everyone makes it out of there alive except for the one cousin.
1: Right, one of the girls.
0: So now they're all like what the fuck is happening? They go downstairs. They can't believe they, you know, survived and <laughs> all this Whatever that stuff. was. And then they do have a dog as well, a little bulldog. Rosie. Rosie, yep. And Rosie starts hearing because the jack-in-the-box escaped through the duct system. Ventilation system. Yeah. So now Rosie <laughs> goes into the duct system. And you never see Rosie again, by the way. So I'm, I'm assuming Rosie perished while valiantly defending the family Because it barks and it bites and it gets the jack-in-the-box to fall through the ceiling. Right. But I'm assuming that the -the jack-in-the-box also ate it before it fell through the ceiling. Or
1: something got to it because the other toys were still up there.
0: So that was a little sad. Right. But it was nice that Rosie really took one for the team. (laughs) But at this moment, a whole shit ton of elves show up.
1: See, this is my problem with them, though. Go ahead. If you're going to do dark elves own it that's not how these came off like it came off just like kids in like trick-or-treat masks Like they did it like you dropped the ball when it came to costuming for these guys
0: i don't know they all had fucking knives and shit
1: Mm. that's just it though if you do costuming right you don't even need to give them weapons and have them be terrifying
0: i don't know i didn't find any problem i also like that when they showed up they helped up the -the jack-in-the-box like they were old friends like their family
1: Oh no! Yeah, yeah. They gave it, him a it big. It came hu- off as Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, like it was the bag of horror toys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: So that's uh I'm just looking once again. I'm looking at the little stuff. At this point, they take Aunt Dorothy because Aunt Dorothy had the shotgun and was shooting the shit out of a bunch of stuff. Like she was oh, doing yeah. a really. She was about to kill the Jack in the Box until the elves burst in. So she's the first one to be hooked out of there, and that's when she says, "I'll see you in hell."
1: I'm old enough to know when life comes at me with its pants down.
0: I really like that because it was Omi trying to talk in German about whether they were going to be okay or not. And Aunt Dorothy was like, she's saying we're fucked. And yeah, Omi just gives her a look like, yep, pretty yep. much. Sorry, I don't tell you. So she gets hooked. She's out of there. Keckner jumps on the hook as well, or one of the. He, he jumps on something that takes him up because he's looking for his son. Right. That now leaves Max, one of the girl cousins. Oh, the kid was taken too. The kid was taken by the little, little kid, the infant. The
1: baby was taken. Was
0: taken by one of the elves as well. So I think he's going after the son and the baby. So they had a plan before where they were going to try and get to the snowplow and then have everyone follow in their other cars, follow the snowplow, and they go to the emergency center and then they go to you know wherever and they just drive. Well, now they're like, fuck, our house is ripped to shreds. We need to go for that now. Right. As they leave, Omi shuts the door and locks herself in so of course Adam Scott's trying to get his mom out and then Max is like no 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 she wants to try and help like she thinks she can do she something wants to face him. and that's where you see Krampus really for the first time he breaks the chimney as he's coming down and then you see the really cool stature but then you see his face and you're like "Eh."
1: yeah ruined it with that
0: and I would have liked a little bit more interaction between the two
1: yeah, I expected more too. Like,
0: but it's an hour and a half movie.
1: Yeah.
0: So he just opens up a bag of like toys that kill her, basically. Apparently. And they don't show it.
1: No, and that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of s- stuff that my mind goes over to. Like, okay, so this is from Nightmare Before Christmas. This is this is a live action Nightmare Before Christmas. Like that's what you're getting with some of these things.
0: Sure, with you know things that don't want to take over for <laughs> Santa. You know, technically. Right. So now they make their little group. And they go out and that thing underneath the snow comes back again. And Adam Scott saves them once and then tells them to go. He's like, I love you. Get out of here. So he does that noble sacrificing, which is great. But he gets taken out pretty quick because he doesn't have any more shotgun shells. Yeah, no. So he gets sucked under. That gives Tony Collette, Linda, and the two kids enough time to get to the plow. But as they're getting there, Linda... Gets taken down as well. Yep. And then by that time, Tony's got the two kids in the truck, but then she has to say goodbye, I love you, because she also gets taken down. So one after another, they're just like, fuck you guys, you're gone.
1: (laughs) See, the cousin gets taken. The elves show back up. Elves show up, yep.
0: And grab the cousin. Grab the cousin, and then he gets given, or he gets left another bobble or bell, whatever you want to call the Krampus bell. Right. So right now... I wonder if he had just stayed, if it would have been like when Omi...
1: See, I was thinking about that, too. Is he going to get brought back to the his dimension? Is he going to be brought back to real life just without anybody?
0: If he had gone back to his house and slept, then maybe he would have woken up again in the real world or real dimension. Right. But instead, he's fine with fighting everyone else, so why not go up against some other thing that's bigger than him? He chases it down, and there's basically like a portal to hell there. It's just like a hell mouth. And they're holding the cousin up and waiting to drop her. And he runs up, and he starts yelling. This is probably the only bad acting part, I thought, was him Yeah, him trying to yell, you know, I take back my wish. You know, I want everything back the way it was. Give me back my family, whatever the fuck. So he gets up, and now it's just like permanent shock face on Krampus. But he takes him, yeah, he holds him, and Max is like, take me instead. So that's his next, so right there, there are many ways you could have gone about ending this movie. Because first of all, he takes his wish back. So you could have ended the movie with his wish being taken back, and he learned his lesson. You could have done that. You could have, because he sacrifices, I mean, how many movies have ended where someone nobly sacrifices themselves, but that breaks the curse or the but spell it, or whatever? The
1: devil's contract is it, when it's self-sacrifice, then it breaks that binding contract. And then so, so if you do the take the wish back thing, so then you have a Home Alone ending. Yeah. Everybody shows back up. They were not all really gone.
0: Right, right. But instead, Cramp is like, nah, fuck you, kid, and drops him into hell. Doesn't work that way. So then you have the drop, and you knew what was coming next. You knew he was waking up again. He's in his room. He's looking around. He's like, what the fuck? But do you notice the shit on his wall? No. He had a Rick and Morty poster and a couple robot Shut chicken up. posters. Yeah, and <laughs> Because did you know that Seth Green is one of the voices in this?
1: That doesn't surprise me. Yeah,
0: he's one of the characters, one of the demon characters, whatever the fuck, Krampus's people or whatever. It was awesome to see that poster of Rick there. Nice. So he comes downstairs. Everyone's there. The sister is back, and the sister's like, Oh, took you long enough. We've been waiting here. Yeah, this is probably the bitchiest she's been the whole movie. Right. (laughs) It's right then. So he's just shocked. He's like, Everyone's alive. And they're like, Oh, barely. I have a hangover. Blah, 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 blah. So they obviously don't remember. Right, right, right. So he sits down in between his parents, gives them a nice hug. It's a really nice family moment.
1: Everyone's opening presents.
0: And then. He gets past a weird little gift that you know is that bobble or that bell. Whatever the fuck whatever you want to call it. it. I'm just going to call it a bobble. Whatever. Calling card. Calling card, whatever. He opens it up and people are like, what's that? And as soon as he looks at it and it says Krampus on it, as soon as he looks at it, everyone just stops.
1: Everyone's face.
0: Everyone's face drops, basically. And then you start hearing different things that happen during the movie in their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And they're all just... Freak the fuck out.
1: Well, it's all coming back.
0: Yeah. Now, could have ended the movie right there, too, as a, hey, you've all learned your lesson now.
1: You've all had the same nightmare.
0: Right. And you're never going to treat each other badly again. And you all know the spirit of Christmas, whatever. But instead, they pan out from the house. And as they continue to pan, it's just the house. And you pan out one more time. And it's a snow globe. Yep. and then you pan back more and there are hundreds of snow globes in what we're assuming to be Krampus's lair in yep. hell probably or something. Yep. And then like we said, you had the jump scare of all the little creatures just jumping at the screen going like ah and then yeah. In the roll credits. But so I thought that ending was good.
1: I mean, yeah, it's 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 going one of two ways. like you can either play this off as, oh, it was all a dream, but we all had the same dream. Moo scary. Or you go this route where, you know, you're trapped in this. What you can assume will be a like Groundhog's Day kind of a deal where you're constantly stuck to live Christmas. Like you're stuck with these relatives now, Like, you know.
0: But here's the thing. Maybe not even like not even the fun part of Christmas. Like it might be literally that he wakes up and goes downstairs and realizes everyone's alive and gets a hug and then opens up the thing and everyone realizes they're fucked and then starts over again. again. Yeah, it's right, not, absolutely. Right, and that's hell. That is that's exactly. hell. Exactly. Now a lot of people online did not understand the ending whatsoever. I don't <laughs> I don't know how people don't yeah. understand. It's pretty fucking cut and dry. Like you can say that maybe they can live an eternal life within that snow globe where they continue on living in that room, trying to get out. Like you can, obviously you can think that if it's not a groundhog's day thing that they're just living in that house, but the snow globe also cuts off the rest of the street. So no, it's, just, it's their just their house. Just them. Maybe they stopped the movie as soon as they realize they were, you know, that stuff had happened to them. I don't know, but I didn't understand how people did not understand this movie.
1: Like, what were they saying? What was the question?
0: They were like, "Oh, so did they realize what happened the time before?" And then, what did the snow globes mean? Oh, so they were given a second chance? It was like, no. What? How how would they possibly be given a second chance? Like the whole ending shows so that they're they weren't trapped
1: in a snow globe. Yeah, they're part of the collection now. There's
0: no second chances, motherfuckers. Like no. I don't get it. How stupid are you? Right, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I mean, uh, look, if there's audience members out there that are listening to this and they're like, oh, but I thought this... Well, you're wrong. Yes. So no. w- watch the movie again. Very
1: cut and dry. Yeah. There's no there's no interpretation here. This isn't one of those, well, I don't know, Did did the symbol really fall over or did it keep spinning? Is this Inception? Uh, no, that's not what this is.
0: But all I can think of is like the only... You could get extremely meta with this and think that krampus keeps his own collection of the memories of that one thing and they're outliving their life regular right now like you can if you want to do that that's fine but that is not the case that's (laughs) no
1: that's you making it a happy ending to to make yourself feel better when it's one of those if you're one of those people that need that you shouldn't have went and saw this movie anyway
0: i think they were pretty specific with what they were doing i don't know maybe i'm wrong
1: yeah, no, this was, this was a cut and dry kind of a, this is not meant for interpretation.
0: That's what I thought anyway. So, I mean, they can easily do a second one. I would assume that they wouldn't have the same cast, but maybe they could have something where they're able to fight back somehow. I don't think that's the case. But maybe it would be fine, I think.
1: You gotta bring Santa into it. You gotta explain why his shadow's so... Not a prequel, but explain where, where he came from and why the shadow's so evil and why he does this and what why the snow globes. Why are you trapped in the snow globes?
0: Well, that's what I mean. Maybe they can somehow, maybe with the power of Santa, they can get out of a snow globe and then they have to fight their way through a Christmas hell. <laughs> and then they get special oh. powers because they're in hell and they get to use it against Krampus. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three.
1: I was gonna say, thank you, Supernatural. I got shit when I was in hell, and now I can do stuff.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, it's awesome. I don't know. I could see that. I wouldn't mind seeing Adam Scott and the family try and do that. I think that'd be fun.
1: I think his character was underutilized. I think they could have done more with him.
0: But he ended up being that strong guy protecting his flock.
1: Yeah, but I, that that was never really in question for me. Just because you're not. But it um, was for everyone else, though. Doesn't mean. Yeah, that's true. Meh.
0: But I like Adam Scott in pretty much everything he does. I mean, I was watching some Party Down last night. Oh, good lord. That show is fucking amazing. No, so it's,
1: it's 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 wine mixer or nothing for me when it comes to him. The the singing in the car <laughs> well, alone sure. is probably one
0: of my favorite scenes of all time. But yeah, so Kelly, would you recommend this movie to people? Would you recommend Krampus twenty fifteen?
1: Yeah. Out of all the Christmas horror movies, I like this one the most. I feel like, like like I said that there was definitely some potential loss, but it's it's got a good creep factor. Um, seeing that I'm currently staying in a house where every room has a fireplace added Ooh. a nice little extra fun thing with me having to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night last night. Not gonna but, you, um, you well. going to lie. You got to keep those fires going. Yeah. I just <laughs> board them up, but that's fine.
0: Now, wait. So tell me what the ending was to the other Krampus movie.
1: It was more straightforward. Oh, um, did they actually
0: destroy Krampus?
1: No, 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 oh. no, no, no. He drags you to hell, but it's Fuck it's that. pretty much explaining the boogeyman. It's the kids are the only ones who see him, and he's ah. like the kids just disappear.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So it
1: doesn't it involve the parents. It doesn't involve like it's just you know when you you go to Walmart and you see all the missing kid posters. Yeah. Half of them are because of him. Like so, it's that kind of a.
0: So when you become an adult, you're immune to Krampus coming for you.
1: Pretty much, yeah. It's bad Phew. kids, as opposed to yeah, as opposed to you know us being lame and Americans just give their kids coal or whatever it is. This is, I mean, Krampus. The story is European, and it's where well, cool. yeah. they'll will you'll be eaten, you'll be sacrificed, you'll be brought to hell. Like that's a little bit more hardcore than just saying you know you might get a switch and be spanked or you get coal in your stocking because you've been bad. Like this is a, a more definite punishment. For it. It's um, uh, it's it's capital punishment on a European scale.
0: Well, that's why I like the inclusion of Omi as the German grandmother because that's where, you know, it comes from. from, Yeah. By the way, you know, if any parent gave their kids coal nowadays, they'd be fucking arrested. There's no chance. You couldn't. It's Um, child abuse. (laughs) It would never happen. We live with millennials. There's no way. That's true. Yeah. Every day is Christmas for a millennial. I know. It's just Christmas is called mega ultimate Christmas. And then every other day is Christmas.
1: It's called, you don't have to move out, is what it's called. I don't we'll know pay why. pay for anything till you're 40. You can have your wife and kids here. You guys
0: can live in the basement, and we'll just support all of you. That's like my fucking nightmare. Thank you. Why would anyone want to do that? Right? <laughs> my parents are great, but I still don't want to live with them. No.
1: Nope. Nope. Why nope. would
0: anyone want to do that? I understand there are certain people that have to. Sometimes you have hard times. You got to bite the bull. You got to do something like that. But right. to have the choice... Of being able to do it and not, I don't know how you would ever choose to do it.
1: Like, I had both my parents. My parents are not together, and both of them said, if you turn 18 and you're in my house, you pay me rent. Like, that that was never, there was no free nothing.
0: My parents didn't have to say anything about that. I was out of there when I was 18. Oh,
1: no, no. I (laughs) I left at 17. Don't get me wrong. I've never paid them rent.
0: I would have left earlier if I could have, but that's just because I like being on my own. That's why I could never, it just doesn't make any sense. The only thing I wanted was my dog.
1: So, you being the world traveler that you are and growing up many different places, have you come across this in any of your foreign travels?
0: Well, when I lived in Germany, I was told the tale. Really? By who? I think it was pretty common knowledge. It was one of those stories that was told along with Santa because they do a lot of like lantern type things like there's like a lantern parade and stuff and you get belgian waffles and you walk around and you have to light the lanterns It's a whole bunch of like oh shit i just had the name in my head and i now it's gonna piss me off shit it's like nocturlish cool some like lighting festival or something like that i know any german audience members feel free to yell at me i know it's been a long time but okay. and i mean they're the ones i think germans are the ones that did the advent calendars first as well yep So, there was a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, come on, German chocolate, you know, it's amazing and everything.
1: All right. Interesting.
0: I don't know when I was told there was no Santa. I guess I remember kind of believing, but I don't remember any major incident in my childhood where I was like, I can't believe you lied to me. Santa's not real. Like, all that kind of stuff. I don't remember anything like that. No, I
1: never had anything like that either, and I was never, even when I confronted, like, my parents – both of them played it off very well and the fact that it wasn't so much that Santa's not real. It's we help him with stuff. Yes. Santa is real. Like that was never My parents. I'm pretty sure I could still have this conversation with my mom and she'd be like, What are you talking about? Yeah. I still get shit from Santa. Like there would be like
0: You're absolutely right. That's funny. Our families are very similar on that. My parents too if I confronted them with something. Like, what are you talking about? about Yeah. Because we I think it's it's funnier on like Christmas Eve if we're home we have, like, the plate of stuff you leave out for Santa. Yeah, And it's more of, a, like, a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Like, maybe maybe Santa doesn't want to eat that much this year. Like, maybe he just put out a little bit. That shit's hilarious. That's why I would never want to ruin it for a kid. No. Because it's that fun stuff that your parents can still continue on, you know, into adulthood and stuff that you'll still get a chuckle from. You know what I mean? They That's can still pull out the bell from uh, Polar Express. Right. And see if you can hear it or not. All oh, that kind of shit.
1: Oh no, yeah. now see with my grandparents, my grandfather was very much into he 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 was about Santa, but he was more about the reindeer. Mm. So like there'd be shit in the yard, like you go and feed them and that'd be a part of it. Like there was all this different really? like you left stuff out yo oh yeah.
0: Oh. Well we did the carrots and shit for the reindeer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like carrots for some reason I, I had no idea reindeers love carrots. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about reindeer. See? <laughs> Some have red noses, some don't. And then carrots. Carrots, yeah. cookies, and milk. That's yeah, what you get. pretty yeah.
1: much. That's how that works.
0: You would think Santa would want a beer or something, you know?
1: Spiced eggnog. I mean, it's the holidays. Come on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: don't drink it dry, so there's that. I mean, uh, even though technically he's got eight designated drivers if we're going to get into
0: it, but you know. Yeah, I thought that fucking sleigh was magical or something. It's right? not taking. <laughs> it doesn't have built-in GPS. I'm
1: just saying. I mean, we can track it on weather now. Any weather station on Christmas Eve, you can track Santa's flight now, which is kind of fantastic.
0: I did hear about that. I don't think I've ever checked into it, though.
1: It's hysterical.
0: Is it really? Interesting.
1: Weathermen totally get into it. It's great.
0: We still have one more show (laughs) left before we – it's nice to go into these little traditions and stuff. but Right. So I will agree with Kelly as well. If you're looking for this kind of campy comedy horror and you need something different in the holidays, I think Krampus is a fine one.
1: Right. I mean, versus doing like, was it Black Xmas whatever, which is you getting a straight up horror movie. This is this is more fun.
0: Yeah. Black Xmas is a slasher movie. That's what it It just happens during Christmas. Yeah, that's what it is. So in general, I think there were a couple missteps, but I agree with the 65 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think just because maybe I was looking for the little things compared to the larger. But in general, I think they did a good job with it. Okay then. So, Kelly, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
1: Uh, you can always find me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy as well as on Facebook, also at Nerdy Girl Ivy.
0: Ways to interact with me, ways to support the show. All the links will be there in the description of the episode. I do ask one thing, and so does Kelly. You can make our Christmas dreams come true.
1: Ooh, Christmas cheer!
0: And you can go to iTunes if you like the show and rate the show five stars and leave a comment. We are making a list. We might be checking it twice. You get it. You get what I did there, Kelly?
1: Well, we see you when you're sleeping anyway, and we know if you've Whoa. been out of your nice.
0: Whoa, okay. Calm down there. <laughs> Calm down there. But we do have a contest going on for people that rate us five stars and leave a comment. Otherwise, they don't know who you are. You have to leave a comment.
1: Uh. Hello.
0: And hopefully it's nice. You know? Yay. Yeah. So that really, really does help the show. I know you hear it when you listen to us all the time. It's very true. That is what separates us from other people so if you do like the show if you think we're a five-star show please do it much much appreciated so i think that brings everything to a close so kelly thank you very much thank you to all the haters out there for listening kelly do you have any final words
1: shitter's full
0: and i will leave you the way i always do long days and pleasant nights thanks everyone it's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle bells Merry Christmas looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here this is delicious honey a little dry well mine's delicious mine's dry do you want to trade it's the it's Christmas. It's Christmas it's Christmas it's Christmas okay. <laughs> with those holiday greetings engaged. are we were going
1: to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity. Or food. There's plenty of
0: leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people.
1: How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof.
0: What the hell is this? St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus.
1: He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take.
0: To each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas.
1: gonna happen on Christmas?